Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Licky, licky, Mickey, licky, Mickey. That yeah, one. is that the one? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I don't even know what podcast number we're on. Why do I keep putting those fucking earphones on? I keep putting them on, and I've not, I, don't, I think we're on forty-eight or forty-nine or something. I'll cross-reference with uh, Archers. Oh, there's Chris Moyle's podcast. I was listening to that last night. I actually fell asleep listening to it, and it was like on a loop. So I kept, I kept waking up during the night, and I was like five o'clock in the morning, just hearing Christopher's voice. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> weird but good. Well, no, I haven't good. seen you in two weeks. I haven't seen you in a month. Oh, fuck off. Has yeah. it been a month? Yeah, Holy yeah. shit. For episode 49, uh, we're back. We had to take two weeks off. I have been sick. You have been up to your absolute ghouly hoolies. Oh, it's been insane. Um, it's been fucking insane. I'm so glad it's like... So when we talk about where we left off, so when we recorded last, right, number one, the we we recorded day of the, All-Ar- the first All-Ireland final and you were uber oh, confident yeah. that Dublin were going to win. Yeah, talk about being served a fucking slice of humble shite. Yeah, and I love that you sent me a message go well this wasn't the plan <laughs> yeah <laughs> I know a miserable day in Croker um, so we left off there and there was lots going on um, and then I finished up in the radio station that we worked for and we you went off and you had Alien documentary to go and that to do yeah which is only finished last night so tell me about your show tell me about the Dublin Theatre Festival oh. and then we need to talk about Young Offenders really quickly as well because just to catch up on that because that played in the London Film Festival it's just finished and I heard like um, was like reading these random things online because you know obviously algorithms and what you look look online then all of a sudden it's like you might be interested in yeah I yeah I've seen things about Young up. Offenders that were like deadly. Yeah, well, it's after winning a couple of awards again. Of course again. it did. It's one of, um, oh, I don't know, some award of something to do with something. <laughs> I'm so into this acting thing. In, <laughs> in the Austin, Texas Film Festival. And then uh, it went, it's just finished this week. This has been a big fucking weekend, actually, because it's just finished now in the London Festival this weekend. Uh, it won't fuck all in the London Festival, but it went down really well. Okay. So it's been really well received. But can't win everything. Can't win them all. Can't win them all. It's won a couple of awards already but it's done really well in London I mean packed houses but that's what I was reading it was like it was sold out and it was kind of this unknown entity almost that like the young they kind of went over with no expectations or preconceived notions that anybody would even turn up and there was full houses and people coming out going that was deadly well I don't think they used the word deadly because but they used whatever the British variant of deadly is super fucking excellent mate or whatever they say over over yonder exactly hello to everybody (laughs) listening in the UK so uh, yeah so thanks a million anyone that's listening that went to it thanks a million because uh, it's after sweeping like we're after having a great run it's number one it's crossed a million euros in the Irish box office Uh, PJ's in the money unfortunately I get fucking none of that (laughs) I wish I got none of that none of it you know I got 150 euro from me for fuck it you know I wouldn't change it for the world it was the best experience it's been and it still is ongoing the best experience it's been fucking incredible about actors though that people say because we had like a huge series here Love Hate which you can actually watch in the UK now I think I'm pretty sure but one of the actors from that really well known and was everywhere and someone was saying something about it and they asked could they use their phone and use it because they'd no credit on their phone (laughs) Because they got paid. They didn't get paid a salary for love. Hey, they got paid a day on set. Rates. It took them five days to film all of their character scenes and they were done. And then it's like this mega international fucking Huge. TV hit. It's yeah, mad. And it's like they get paid 
two quid or something and they're like Have you, can I use your phone of no credit to ring it unfortunately that's just the way it's gone with downloads and shit the money just isn't there to pay like it used to so that's just the way it fucking is it's just it's unfortunate but like you know what I mean that's, it's that still is the, the best it. project I've, it still was like the most I've always wanted to be in a movie uh, so to be in a movie at all and then that to be in one that's been a really good one that's been a good one and it's been received really well and that like it's it's hitting all these like Irish records and shit it's been great crack um, and also side note now I read this online and again it's one of those things it's a bit of a TMZ moment but apparently I read something about Netflix that because people people are tweeting at Dublin Podcast and they're tweeting me at Suzanne FM um, to say like can you watch it in wherever they're watching because people listen to the podcast all over the world and I was like oh, I don't know but then there was talk about it going to Netflix or that there was some general release of about Young Offenders? Yeah I know, that's the first I've heard. Yeah, Maybe. There's talk of a sequel, which is fucking great. Amazing. Uh, so we'll see. I guess it's all to play for now. I mean, the first one was such a success, I suppose, that Peter, who's the director and writer of it, he can sort of make up his mind what Whatever he wants, he wants to do. Next. To do. Yeah. Now, more power to him. So he's saying he might do a sequel. He says there was a good reason why nobody was killed off in the first one, he says. So that's oh. one of those hinting at a sequel type of things, yeah. And will you be in it though? Well, I fucking hope so. <laughs> Jesus, imagine. That'll be an awful so burn. we're making a sequel with actually really good actors who are well known. Yeah, so I like... So is PJ. Uh, yeah, if I'm not in it, I understand, but fuck, it'd be, it would be nice. Here, um, and so then tell me, Alien Documentary, which is Dublin Theatre Festival, is finished. Oh, that man. was hard because I was going to yeah. go and see you and I sent you a message going look I'm thinking about coming to see you this weekend uh, in Alien Documentary but is it really that sad bearing in mind it's me you were dealing with and you just went to yeah. be honest I with you I think it wouldn't have been for I you I don't think yeah. I would have just sat in a puddle wouldn't I, I, I you just might, yeah. it was fucking heavy going and I swear to God not only but was did it, you like it? I, yeah I did like it I fucking did but you know something it was That's hard as, yeah but it was hard as fuck it was hard as Been fuck every night being on stage every night and then coming in and doing a, a radio job every morning and then having to fit in rehearsals and, and they're yin and yang because you're oh, on the radio fuck. you're upbeat and then you're the, the actual the monologue that you have for yeah. Alien Documentary is fairly great. No, I couldn't really say much about it but now the run is finished yeah. I can because I play this man who was sexually abused as a kid uh, and the conversation is I mean it's it's an in-depth it's a really cold sort of monologue where he just details uh, all these things that happened to him as a kid and it's yeah. actually somebody's real life story yeah. so I had to learn off exactly the words that this one man had happened to him and then say it as he would normally say it sort of to protect his identity and shit yeah. so it was fucking mad going from being woo in the morning to <laughs> yippity you uh, shovel up your he up to literally to try and get in this zone where you have to tell this story as truthfully as possible and like and, do it and people see it as being a bit of a fucking joker so like it's it was weird but it was so draining and man I, I have to tell you go on I had the first time in 20 fucking years I had a black out on stage what? yeah Lost it in the middle of. Uh, I was. It wasn't in that part of the show. Thank fuck. But in this part of the show where we're talking about fishing, right? There's this part of the show. The three guys on stage together, and we're talking about fishing. Couldn't remember my line, and I mean, I could not remember my fucking line. Like it was gone, and I went into this moment of panic, and then it turned into like ten seconds of panic. Then 20 seconds of fucking panic. Uh, and then I was like, oh, Jesus, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I stopped panicking. Then I was like, well, I'm fucking out of this. So I just started walking around the stage, picking shit up. Uh, we're playing three people that are building this stage thing anyway. Okay. So I just started fucking working on things. And did and the other two cough that you were just having oh, a bit yeah. of a... They were just hoping. So I could see them beginning. <laughs> yeah, so like we've lost them. So God. just as I calmed down, I could see them beginning to panic because they're like, oh, he stopped trying. Yeah, he's we're, not even taking... We're going anymore. to have to help this fucking idiot out of this. We're going to have to pick up the rope. The other one's like, this is why I told you not to get a shitty guy, a comedian. We needed a relaxer. <laughs> Man is not a thespian. And this guy, this young fella in the play, he's like in his early 20s or something. Barry, he's a, such a fucking pro. It's ridiculous. Like, he's so good I at what he does. those people who show you up. And he managed to weave in some story about an uncle of his that perfectly connected to what my line should have to been to set me up and I was like oh I'm out of trouble oh thank you so much and he's like such a pro like Brian, if someone did that to me I'd be like the fuck is wrong with what? you what are you talking about you lunatic he's like no it's fine I mean it happens to everybody uh, he's a gas fucker but I had my first ever complete whiteout in 20 years of standing there on my own <laughs> doing stand up of dealing with hecklers of drunk people of 
putting shows together, writing my own show. I've never, ever had a moment where I completely fucking lost the line and, di- and it happened but on But isn't stage. that, though, <clears throat> the difference between doing stand-up and being an actor and having to learn verbatim a monologue? Yeah, I guess so. Like, with stand-up, you know, if you go... Can't remember it, I'll just make it up. i just, just say go, something else. You, with the head. Hello. Yeah. Or just, you know, and then try and work. Or even you can... Do you have the freedom on stage to go, oh, hang on, I've forgotten where I'm at. Yeah, or just, like you said, hey, there, shithead. Yeah. You get that in the shithead shop? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Whatever. You can like, say anything you want. Whereas but, when you're in the middle of an actual proper play... And it, yeah, it has to lead somewhere. Yeah. Like, everything's going somewhere, you know? So, fuck me. You're on oh. a road... And you were on a road to nowhere. Oh, God. And then, what a fucking dickhead I am. So we're in here the other day. Not new news. Yeah, not, not new, new news. news. Not new news. Nothing new there. Nothing to see here. But um, So you're in work. So I'm in work. And we did this thing where we'd eat the hottest chilies oh, available in Ireland. This. Right? So we think, right, this would be a bit of crack. So we eat the hottest chilies. Now, the chilies are so fucking hot, the woman is holding them with gloves on. <laughs> like she's holding them with gloves on. But it's still a fucking chili. It's a chili, so it's, you know, what's the worst that can happen? You get hot, right? That's all that happens, right? So, eight o'clock in, in the morning, just after the eight o'clock news, for a bit of crack, yeah, a full one of those chilies, right? There's what, which, ten. Which one are they called? They have a name, don't oh, they? Oh, I don't know what they're called. <laughs> fucking bastards is what I call them. Uh, so <laughs> I ate one of them in, in its entirety. I put it into my mouth. Right. And uh, I got 10 seconds of this not so bad, followed by... Ah! Right, followed by just agony. Like, it was like someone set fire to the inside of my face. It was like someone put explosives. Halloween... What was it called? I don't know. I can't for the life of me know. I don't know what it was called. Well, I, I don't know. Really hot chilies. Yeah, really although I'll, I'll never know. I'll never know well, what it was called. It wasn't like I a didn't ghost. even ask her the name. It wasn't like a ghost. Oh, a ghosty pepper, a bell ghost, or a ghost a bell, bell, or something, or something like, that. like that. Is that right? I don't know. I'm just, I'm so anyway, she puts them in. Uh, I put. I blows the fucking no. Right. I think Grant. The worst that can happen is you're gonna be a little bit hot in the head for maybe. An hour, right? That's the worst case scenario. Okay. So 12 o'clock, I get a little bit of a cramp in my stomach. I think, Jesus, this isn't... Don't feel very well now, I have to say, being All honest right. with you. Uh, and then... It's irrelevant what I go called. to the gym. And I'm doing these squats. Oh, Jesus. With kettlebells. <laughs> and, and me fucking stomach's getting a little bit too crampy. You get, I'm taking a chill, Whatever's going on, I shouldn't probably be doing squats, you know. But it can't be the chilli, because chilli just makes it hot. You know what I mean? It can't be the chilli. So it's something, I'm just, it can't be the fucking chilli. So then I go for something to eat. And uh, food's not sitting very well. Oh, but it can't be the fucking chilli, because now it's like, hours have passed. Hours. Oh. And then, I have to go and do my show. I feel you're very what? uneducated in the world of chilli, but that's, listen. Yeah, but then I have to go and do my show, right? Of course you do. I have to get on stage and do a fucking play mm-hmm. about Serious sexual play. abuse and yeah. domestic violence. Mm. And I sit down in the chi- toilet and a, a fucking volcano of rusty water erupted. Oh, like I've never... It was so bad. There was 80s dance tunes coming out of me hole. It was like... It's like Rock the... Give it it all away. Give it all away. Rock the shite. Give it an artery, give it an artery. I've never had a fucking moment like it. It wouldn't stop. More fucking diarrhea came out of me than there was fluid in my body. I was, I couldn't. It was so fucked. And then I'm like having vacuum packed after it. Oh, it was unbelievable. <laughs> and then I'm having the most embarrassing conversation in my life with a production crew and acting cast. I've been going, what is the plan if I need to run off stage for a shite? I mean, it's actually become as serious as that. Five minutes before the show starts, whoosh, oh, 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 whoosh, it's fucking desperate. I was panicking so much. <coughs> I had nothing to eat from 12 o'clock in the day until the start of the show. I was, I could feel my stomach. I, I, I bought a packet of uh, Imodium, you know, them anti-diarrhea tablets across the road in the chemist. Yeah. It says take two. I took six. Uh, <laughs> Fucking plug it! Oh yeah, I was just like ram a cork in it because I even thought at that much, even with six (laughs) emodium, it felt like using a draft stopper to stop a a tsunami. (laughs) It was just like it's not gonna fucking happen. 
my god the show starts I swear to god five minutes in oh, I was there I'm going, I'm going to fucking cack on the stage just as we're about to talk about something serious I'm going to cack myself held it later on in the show another moment fucking held it straight after the show oh, 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 oh. It was fucking horrible, but I made it. It was almost the most embarrassing day of my life, but still the whole night rolling around with my stomach, like thinking it can't be the fucking chili. It can't be the fucking chili. No way it is. And then I meet some guy the next day. He says he had the exact same experience. He goes, not only are you a fucking idiot, but you're a 41 year old fucking idiot. Mm -hmm. Like your body can fight back now. Yeah. You know what I mean? You used to be able to do this shit. You can't fucking do it anymore. Uh, it was horrendous. It wasn't necessarily the chilli. It was more the chilli seeds going, fuck you. And this is what I have since learned. What happens is, apparently it's like, you know the way you get a tickle in your throat? You get one in your hole. And that's what happens. So you get a couple of chilli seeds. They get stuck in your intestine. Mm-hmm. Or your bowel or whatever the fuck they you want to call it. And it just keeps tickling it. Until because that's and your body starts trying to wash it the fuck out, and that's what happens. Because the the body is very clever, unlike you, who's take a shit <laughs> eating your whole chili. <laughs> I had no fuck. I swear to God, see, Suzanne, I, I had people, no idea. I, oh, I find this absolutely hilarious. It's like people, you know, those people who go. I love like I I genuinely like spicy foods, but oh, I know so I. I know my lim- limit with spicy food, right? And even like there's a place that we go for an Indian that we go to in Portugal and Alvor, and they do they kind of their own you know curry. And my brother would have it. Actually, my cousin Gail has it as well, and they can they can handle it. Now they are the the upper enchilon, as it were, yeah, of, the, of the curry eaters. I'm a little bit lower down than them. Yeah, so they. I'm not exactly fucking Vindaloo, but no. I'd be like Jal Frazee or yeah. something like that. And they'd have days that they'd go no. Whatever, because they make it themselves. So it's it's there's a variation of hot. So it has different days that it makes you feel different ways. Do you know what I mean? So it, it's the body reacts to the body reacts. So it's never the same. But it's like people that you go out who don't maybe normally go and have Indian food, and they go, "I'll have a vindaloo." And I'm like, to be honest with you, I would I wouldn't. I'd know your limits. Yeah. I know you, you think they're not small. that hot. Yeah. But to be honest with you, you will crap your pants tomorrow. And they're like. Oh, and I'm like, no, honestly, when people say about having an Indian and having a sting in their ring after it. Is there anything more disconcerting you, than heat on your hoop? You shouldn't honestly, have it. You shouldn't hoop. have it. Heat hoop is know one of the worst limitations. Yeah. And actually, that's one, one of the things that made me cry uh, over the past couple of weeks is that I haven't been very well, but I wanted an Indian to take away. So we got an Indian and the lovely man in uh, the Indian that we use in our final now, because I can't have a full on hot curry, uh, gives me a little kind of tub of the curry and he said, <laughs> to Joey your, your wife likes that she likes that really hot the really hot sauce and Joey's like yes yeah. so I put it onto my halfway through my Indian the other night I was like I can't I can't eat it it's dip- I can't do it I have to know your limits yeah. but you you fucking idiot <laughs> I know, I know. I made a fucking age to myself. Like, I totally, I had no idea. I had no fucking idea it was could have ended that badly. I just didn't think it could happen. I still, a part of me still thinks it had to be coincidental with something else. Not coincidental at all. Because it was so, it was 37 hours of agony, Suzanne. For one fucking mouth bite. But that's why they say, but it's like people do these chilly things and they go, oh, it's really, really hot. And I sit watching them going, oh, the next 12 hours, you are literally, you're going to see stuff that has been in your colon since 1986. (laughs) It was 37 (laughs) fucking hours. Yeah, you're right. It is, but it's, oh. it's that. It is your, when you think about how clever your body is, though. Seriously, it's your body's way. It's a toxin, so their your body's like out, out, <laughs> vile beast, out. And um, will we quickly talk about the All Ireland because we we didn't talk about it. Yeah, it's a while ago now, mm. but yeah, we should mention it. The Dubs, thankfully, thank fuck, and by the skin of their mickeys, are still the champions of Ireland. Woo! All Ireland champions. Um, what a game the final was, to be fair. The actual second final when they yeah. won it. First one, yeah, that was a humble pie. That was that was basically Dublin, in fairness, having to take a dart of, you're not all that fucking great after all. And I get, I get that. I get it's that. Nice. I can swallow that down. And it actually works to the Dubs' favour a little bit. Because yeah. all this argument of separating the county can go and fucking ram itself now. Well, see, that's you know. it. People bring a good game. It works, and it worked in the end, but it was a good final. And it, But it's lovely to 
to see uh, that the dubs. But it's I look like they're on. I love that kind of thing of that. They're just they're they're omnipresent. They're everywhere at the moment. Everywhere. The exam is just popping up in everybody's pictures. The Sam McGuire Cup, which is what you win, and then the lads are kind of being spread very thinly across the ground to be everywhere. Yeah. And also, which people again, I apologise if you're outside, you know, Ireland or you're not into GA or whatever. But also, you have to bear in mind that all these football players needed to re- report back to their clubs, to their local to start for championship football because yeah. that started it's last week as well. <clears throat> the amount of games these lads play a year Ridiculous. is fucking insane. So week, they had a week turnover so they won the All-Ireland on Friday they played or Saturday they played in front of 80,000 people. So and the, the season week, ends. Yeah, like season the season ends. ends they play in front of what, what 80,000 80, people, people and then the, they have Saturday. a week off and then their, their yeah. club season starts. Well, they, they would have had training clubs training but they wouldn't have gone to that and then they had tra- so this is where my hero of the weeks come in right because <laughs> Uh, so last Saturday, Jude's played uh, played county and club championship, I should say. But so you've the likes of Michael Darrow McCauley was playing for Ballywood and St. Enders. Uh, Jack McCaffrey, Boo Boo, who actually didn't play on the Dublin team this year, but he was playing Clontarf. We were playing Jude's and Kev McManaman was Jude's. But there's so many kids go from all the different clubs. And it was just, do you know what? You forget, like I forget, Kev Mack plays and, and is friends with our family and I see Kev all the time, but I forget about what a superstar he is. I know, yeah. You, you know, like, so these kids, it's Ronaldo coming off the pitch, <laughs> essentially. Like, and if they, especially if they're not even from our club, they're from Kilmacle Croaks, they're from Ballymun Kickums, or they're from Ballyboden, wherever it is, they all wait. But these lads are just, you know, they're coming off from championship football, they're coming off in their club and they stand and have pictures and take, you know, and the kids all run on. And it's, you know what, I think it's the most amazing thing about I about Ga is that it's just so, it's tangible. Like yeah, these lads it's played accessible, it's fucking unbelievable. All-Ireland yeah. final the week before, the Saturday before and then they're in Parnell Park in their club colours and they and open a little, <laughs> essentially just open a gate. A little wall, and they walk and out in the crowd, like and that's going it. home with everybody yeah, else. They're getting into their car, it's and these mad. kids. So there you go. So they are all my my heroes week this week. Definitely good fucking choice, go. by the way. Yeah. Uh, good choice, and well done, lads. It was yeah. great to see us do it again. I fucking have to say, it was just an amazing thing. Delighted for us, even though I did miss the second game. Couldn't go because it was in rehearsals for, say for rehearsals, didn't One thing I learned was actors don't give a shit about Gaelic football. No, they don't. Uh, they only which, care about their which was craft. Sli- yeah, which was slightly disappointing. <laughs> i got to tell you my hero of the week. I fucking love this lad. He's a Portuguese fella, right? 43 years he was in a wheelchair. 40 fucking three. Rufino wow. Borrego, right? So yeah. he was 13 and he uh, got diagnosed. He had this incurable muscular dystrophy, right? So they put him in a wheelchair when he's 13. So in 43 Christ. years in a wheelchair, right? Yeah. They found out last week it was a misdiagnosis. He stood up last week. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's walking around. <coughs> <laughs> right. So he's How is he now? Like, so we went no, to- sorry, that's too much of a leap. <laughs> I can't go from being 13 to being put in a wheelchair to 46 years later standing up going, what? Yeah. Wait, hang on a second. Oh, no, hang on. Oh, no. Now, and you gave out shit about the grandpa and Willy Wonka. This it's is the, the same. He's the fucking, the poor fucker, right? So he's, he's in a wheelchair for fucking 43 years, right? <laughs> okay. And he gets a new doctor after all this time. He goes to a new neurologist, right? And he goes to this new neurologist and the, the doctor goes, yeah, are you sure that's what it is you have? Your man says, whatever, in Portuguese, uh, yeah, fucking si, senor, whatever, right? I know that's Spanish, I don't know the opposite. Uh, and then he uh, finds out that he hasn't got this disease. He's got another disease, which you can treat really easily with asthma medication. Stop. Yeah. So he gives him all this fucking asthma meds. Fucking he stands up. He's walking around. <laughs> he's walking around. And you know what he's my hero of the week? Ah, no hard feelings, he says. 43 no years in a wheelchair. Not only is he not oh suing God. the hospital, he's not suing the doctor. He's going, ah, you know what you're going to do. What can you do? I just, I just want to make use of my life, he says. That's it. What a legend. He's getting on with his shit. He's getting... <laughs> Bravo, my friend. Currently, there is a wheelchair on Dundeal.ie. Imagine. There's probably fucking loads of them. He's probably got like... He's got 40 now, years worth of fucking you were, If you were in, like, had been... a. a being a patient of that doctor, you'd question everything, wouldn't you? You'd oh. be like, you'd see people kind of all of a sudden trying to stand up, going, "Hang on a second. Yeah, I know. Did it work for him? It might work for me. Sixty like. fucking one. 
He hasn't walked since he was 30. He missed everything. I mean, was that laziness though? I mean, why didn't he give it a try? I don't know. It's a pity. Do you know what's an awful pity? He didn't get it's fucking it. asthma. Isn't it? Because if he got fucking he asthma... He had asthma all along. He'd have used an inhaler, bang, and he would have fucking stood up. Do you know what I mean? He, now, they would have all said, it's a miracle. God did it. It's a miracle. Yeah. God did it. I had him, but it's a miracle. God did it. Holy God did it to me. Uh, now, come on, he set me free. But, he uh, could have made millions out of being an effigy. Yeah, he could have... not dead, but you know what I mean? He could have been the miracle man of Portugal. But, but now... Yeah, but, no, in fairness, Fatima has that pretty much sewn up. Does, so he'd yeah, be yeah. under a little bit of... Yeah, he's a modern day job, but he's walking around. He's getting deadly. on with his shit. That is absolutely deadly. Here, speaking actually of religion... Uh, Leo, uh, Louis, Leo, Louis Theroux. Fucking Scientology thing is banned in Ireland. It's not banned. Can you watch it? No. Is it not coming out in cinema? It's not banned. It's, no. It's not banned. No, here's the story. What's the crack? So here's I, the f- I'm out of the loop with so this. So here's the story, here. right? right? It's not banned. No it's one banned it. Is it blasphemy? Blasphemous? It's because we have this... F- Stupid fucking blasphemy law in Ireland. Ireland on a stupid law never heard such a thing. <laughs> Honest to fuck. How many like. do we have? Do you know, like we're such a. Let's be fair to Ireland. It's not a bad fucking place to live. We're a grand. We're a grand. Out, we're a fucking pretty forward-thinking society. And then we have this bullshit where women can't choose to do with their own bodies. Nope. And we have, you can't say. God's a bollocks. You can't. Without it breaking the fucking law. Yeah. Uh, it, like, it's ridiculous. You've got these, we've got, the, and, and this is a new fucking law. That's what's really insulting. Oh, really? About. It's only brought in like the last five or six years. It's anti-blasphemy I bullshit. Pr- I presume that this was like an age-old back from... No, they, they thought it would be a like... forward-thinking idea with new cultures coming into the country that you could bring in a blasphemy law. It's basically been a total fucking backfire. Really, they set that law up and yes, there's an argument every year about the crib outside the mansion I house. Know. No, it's a fucking joke. It's an absolute fucking joke. So we have this stupid fucking law that blasphemy is against the law in Ireland. Right. So they didn't ban Louis Theroux's movie, but what happened is the movie distribution companies don't want to take it on because they couldn't be fucked in case somebody has issue with it. Because the crazies are going to go. It's like when, remember like, was it Jesus Christ Superstar or something when it first came to Ireland? Now, not the, obviously the last time it was here was like four years ago and it was fine. But wasn't there a whole, people, they went and queued outside the point with all of that that sort of thing. Bullshit. And like the fucking Orange Order up north went and they protested outside movies they don't like and all this bollocks that goes on. But so it's, so they're just, nobody could be fucking bothered with it because it just takes one idiot to bring them all to court and let's face it they exist Scientologists are so fucking protective and so fucking litigious that as soon as they get a half a chance to ban it somewhere they're gonna fucking go for it well see here's the crazy thing as well like but this this would seem then that those in favour of said law of that blasphemy law be it you know Catholics would be the ones who would go well actually it's a bit blasphemous that they would be the ones out picketing so somehow along the line they're joining as an ultimate Join pirate. Join hands, yeah. Join hands. I know. They the March the, of Unreason. They call the new cult the Joining Hands cult. Yeah, the March of Unreason is on. So that's wow. the fact. So even though uh, the defence for it is the government now say, oh, it doesn't matter because Scientology isn't seen as a religion under blasphemy law. Right. We don't. But the problem is they can still take them to court and yeah. lose, but they can still fucking tie the movie up for years. So nobody could be bothered. So okay. that's why it's not being shown in Ireland. That's why no one can watch it here. Yeah, well, it's just going to be a matter of time before someone in England nicks it and puts it online. <laughs> so we'll all be watching. If you have the facility to do that, let us know what the link is. Yeah, because let's really, be honest, really we all want to see it. it. Like, Louis Theroux is fucking amazing. Oh my God, he's one of my favourite people in the entire he's world. Uh, incredible. Yeah. He's just such a, he's such a crafty bastard. Yeah. He has just this amazing ability to make people come out of their shell and think he's a fool and trust him and say you know, inappropriate shit, you know? It's, do you know what his, his beauty is of uh, the way he does things? It's that, really long pause that he lets people kind of hang themselves yeah. almost. He's so comfortable in, in that awkward yeah. silence. He just goes and do you think that that's like whatever like, just, and do you think that's sensible? Where do you go? Because yeah. most of us aren't just, comfortable no, in silence. Most of us want to break it. Yeah. Apparently it's actually a technique that people use to negotiate is oh, really? create long silences because then the other person feels the need to break the silence and they end up ine- inevitably saying something they don't want to fucking say. 
So he just seems to be great at that. We would be shit, both of us. Oh yeah, we'll shit. Be so bad at that. Oh, I'd fucking say anything. Yeah. I'd do anything. I'd be dancing around the room, doing renditions, telling people about my chili hole. <laughs> and your hole is better. We didn't get to the end of that. Excuse the pun, but your, your hole is better. Not yet. The hole's better. I still. I still have not got the appetite I need to have, though. I'm still not 100%. No, you have to go easy. You have to build your tolerance back yeah, up when you're stomach. that's why I'm sitting here with milk and coffee because I know the coffee's a laxative, but the milk will sort of settle the belly after it. Well, it's know? like anybody. You still like when you used to go drinking when you were younger. You used to have obviously have a pint of milk before you went out, put a lining on your stomach. That if, you know, invariably you needed to puke at some point during the night, you had a good lining. So yeah. it wasn't that like... Oh, I'm giving up the drink, by the way. Again. Until Christmas. Until Christmas. With the utmost respect, it's mid-October. It's only really about eight weeks to Christmas. Yeah, so I'm giving it up for eight fucking weeks then. But I am. I'm ha- I've, I'm not good at it. Bravo. I'm shit at it. I'm shit at it. Yeah. Well, I have pretty much been giving it up for the past 35 oh, weeks Oh, yeah. I keep so. forgetting you've got it. You're making a baby. I have a baby. A baby in there, a big one. You're bringing life into the world and here's me talking about releasing matter. fucking rusty water volcanoes. Well, I'll be <laughs> doing all of that and some. <laughs> and some. Actually, speaking of which, <coughs> I... Uh, I I realised in a terrifying, uh, oh. actually a, a terrifying realisation is that I have never heard a woman in labour up until about two weeks ago. So basically, long story short, I had to go to the coom. Yeah. And I had, so in the coom, there's an assessment unit, which is where the pregnant women go. So you go into this room and then they assess to make sure that you're not in early labour or if you're in labour or whatever, you know, so you get to a certain point in your pregnancy and then you get to go to this room and then they say, no, you're not in early labour, you're actually okay. So Because I, I hadn't been well, I had like a kidney infection and then like I got a oh. chest and ear and throat infection and I had like a bug that was going around. So I had just had a series of, hence why we haven't been here for two weeks, I was in bed. Are you one of the women that just has a rough pregnancy? No, like, I no. actually, on Ushin, I had absolutely nothing. I had a bit of sickness at the oh, start so I'd There was just as every bug going and I literally got just shit time. Uh, yeah, I got like a kidney infection and from that, from the antibiotic, I got a bug oh. and then from that it's just it was just yeah, serious. Just shit look, yeah. yeah, shit look. But I had to end up had to go into the coom. Anyway, this is where the pregnant women go. But when I was having Ushin, I went there, but I wasn't in like my water's broke, but I hadn't wasn't in labour, I wasn't in any pain. I didn't hear any women in pain. And then I had Ushin two days later, but it was like I was brought up, I was brought into a room, I didn't hear any women. I had Ushin, I wasn't loud, it was all fine. And I didn't I think I kinda of cheated labour because I was induced, I got an epidural and then I had Ushin. Ta-da! Yeah. Ta-da! Baby, magic baby. Meanwhile, yeah. Back in the assessment unit two weeks ago, I'm like, what is that fucking noise? What? It sounded like a wounded animal. <laughs> As the only way. Now, there's no judgment because in five weeks' time, I could be said oh, wounded yeah, animal. Yeah. I'd be very fucking yeah. careful. Do you know what I mean? What I you be, say oh, from yeah, this point I on. I could be worse. There, and there is women out there going, oh, I can't wait oh, to no, hear no, your no. fucking story, Suzanne. No, no. <laughs> and that's the thing. Let, let me, like, uh, the precursor that should have been there's absolutely no judgment here other than the fact that it's scared the shit out of me, right? Yeah. So the midwife came back into me. So mi- meanwhile, I'm sitting there with like a little trace on my belly going, everything okay? And she's like, yeah. And I went, is that, is that, is that girl? Because everybody's a girl, even like we're fucking fully grown women. I was like, is that girl okay? And she's like, yeah, she's great. And she's like, <laughs> so I'm like, is she going to have a baby like this very second? And she was like, no. And oh. I went, is she going to have a baby like in the next 10 minutes? And she's like, I mean, she sounds like she is. And she's like, no, no, she's fine. She She's going to have a baby. She'll have a baby in the next couple of hours. And she, she thinks she's going to have a baby in the next five minutes, but she's not, right? So with that then, they're moving her. I know the girl's name, the whole lot. So then they're trying to move her and they're walking her, right? I was like to the midwife going, this seems very unnecessary. Would you not put her in a wheelchair? Now, it's, it's only like a two minute walk from assessment unit down to labour suites. But I was like, she said she's fine. I was like, she doesn't sound like she's fine. So then the next day I had that realisation, I shit myself. And then the next day I was saying to my mates, I was like, I've never heard a woman in labour. And my, my mate Neve went, yeah, it sounds like an animal wounded at the side of the road, doesn't it? And I went, it's fucking terrifying. Like, yeah. it's terrifying. When I can't... I can't even explain to you. I can't begin to understand. I can hardly participate in this conversation. Like, I don't even have... My blood ran cold. I was like, what are they doing to her? Is she okay? And does she need a hug? Can I assist in any way? Give her something. The poor, like... And like that would stop and it would go. So I've now decided that... I want to be head of sex education for all of Ireland yeah. and England. And here's what's going to happen. Number one, you're all going to be brought into the assessment coom in the coom, the unit in the coom, and you get to stand there for 10 minutes and you can hear. 
said wounded animal. And I tell you, you'll hear it once and you will never need to hear it again. And number two part of the sex education plan for Ireland is that we will bring you to Tony Keeley's on a Saturday hungover. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Go to Tony Keeley's on a Saturday, hungover. I'll tell you, you will never not wear a condom again in your life. We were there yesterday. It is a minefield of just people trying to buy prams and all sorts of shit and women full of hormones <laughs> and their partners just standing there looking just ashen grey oh, going full. If you're, have you been out over the weekend and you're riding and not using a condom and you go to Tony Keeley's on a Saturday and Sunday, believe me, you will wrap it up. You will wrap it up because if you will be there in six weeks or eight weeks or ten weeks or eleven weeks time, you'd be like, <gasps> "Well, I've a three, I've a third step to make it a three-step program." So Brilliant. you've done all of that. Yeah. The finishing touch. Yeah. You get one of the hottest chilies in Ireland. You make them eat one. They spend thirty-six hours of agony, shitting themselves, shitting themselves with nothing to gain for at the end. And you tell them after the thirty-six hours. Now imagine you're left with a ginger ball with teeth. That can do its own poops. To bring home. To bring home. <laughs> to bring home. Mm. That's going to grow up and be 18 and be embarrassed of you. Listen, they grow up to be two and be embarrassed of you. <laughs> and I'll tell you, there is very, very little, little bit yeah. of any type of resolve with a two-year-old. Because they don't oh, give a shit. Don't give a shit. They don't, don't care. Don't give a shit. Don't care. No. I don't know how you do it. I have to say, every woman that, ha- that gives birth should get... A medal from the government, at least a medal. I just like cash. Or at least a badge or a tattoo or something. No, I don't want to. I'd, I'd like cash. I'd like a cash bonus. <laughs> no, I well, know you that do would get be a cash a, bonus. That, well, you get a, you get your, your, your you Mickey do money. get a cash bonus. <laughs> you get your children's yeah, you get Mickey money. Yeah. It's still called not Mickey enough. money. It's not, I don't know if I, well, I don't refer to it as Mickey money, but yes, it is. Yeah, children's yeah. Well, allowance. it's not. I suppose the government don't call it Mickey no, money. No, I, I don't think I've ever seen Anna Kendi stand in the middle of the doll going. <laughs> and as of January, Mickey money will go up by another five. Which I would love to see. Yeah, I'd love that. Make my day. They should officially call it Mickey Money. They should. Well, I think pretty much across the board. Like maybe it's not just a Dublin thing, though. If you listen outside Dublin now, obviously I don't know in the UK. I don't know what they call their Mickey Money. Do you get children's allowance in anywhere else in I, the world? I don't know. I don't know. I'd let us know actually if you're in England or Scotland or wherever. Does the government give you a few quid for or having America a baby? America or wherever? Yeah. Oh yeah, or anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I probably wonder. I wouldn't do it in America I wouldn't say the works. you have a kid in America you should be back in work two weeks later or something ridiculous. yeah America oh, yeah. here do you know what we missed what? you definitely missed it because you've been working so much what do we do now Dublin's had a cocktail festival ah oh, shit to fucking bed yeah this week PJ you and I next next year we're going to every single day yeah we have to yeah well, as soon as you have another child yeah we're going to go out we're oh, going to yeah, have to have a belter because yeah. uh, I, I know there's a few people all want to have a little bit of a belter with you. We've been waiting for it. Yeah. So as soon as you're in one piece, we're going to have a big cocktail. Well, I'm night. hoping that I have um, left in one piece. Ah, I you mean, will it's... be, yeah. You'd be grand. Sure, look at you. You're a fine, young, healthy woman, Suzanne Kane. Listen, I'm fat. <laughs> Jesus. Are you fat shaming me? Isn't that amazing? <laughs> that I actually had to check myself for a second. Did I was I... like, Let's go. whoa, what did I fucking say wrong? <laughs> say anything wrong. Yeah, I because oh, I, 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 I met my neighbour. Go on, you can no, tell no, me now. No, I was just going to go on a rant there. Go on, go on a rant. I was, fat shaming. Is that what's going to upset you? No, it wasn't. I was going to go on a, a, a sort of a feminism thing. Oh, go on. But I it's not a bad you thing. Go on a feminism thing. It's not on. a bad thing because I have to say, as a fucking dude, every so often I do look at the feminist movement. I think I am a feminist, by the way. I think any normal thinking fucking person is a feminist. Right. But every so often I look at something I go, there's nothing wrong with that. You're just being a picky fucker, right? And you start thinking, do you know something? The feminist movement is maybe getting a bit ahead of itself. <laughs> it's maybe losing the fucking run of reason. And odd time. And then I look at Donald Trump and if ever there was a fucking argument that you need a feminist movement in the world. It's that the most powerful country in the world might still vote for this fucking wanker to PJ, be the leader I, I think he's of the most the powerful nation in the world. He's going to be the leader of, of the free world of I don't America. think he is. I, I don't think, think he, is. he is. When he started doing the whole grabbing by the pussies thing, yeah, but I was PJ, like, it's surely, it's surely fucking over now. With the utmost respect to America. Hello, America, if you're mm. listening. And if you're in America, yes, are mad. And you're American. There is, you know, there is a percentage of Americans that are very well educated, that are very smart, that are very in touch with the outside world. I I imagine, or I'd like to think that's a hell of a lot. Most of them. Also, a large pocket in America. (laughs) (laughs) This is the bit I want to hear. (laughs) 
that. <laughs> I heard the setup. Now give me the punchline. That would be questionable in what they believe, you know, is and isn't particularly all right. And it would seem, if you read a lot of the articles and from a lot of the different Associated Press, press from America, is that there's parts of Middle America um, that have, you know, they believe in in a lot of what he says, and they believe that grabbing women's pussies is just part and parcel of growing up. Or did you see the woman at the Trump rally the next day? And worrying. she has this T-shirt on. And on the T-shirt it says, Trump can grab me by the... And an arrow pointing at her at her vagina. Yeah. There's also... Have you seen the Trump girl? Fuck no. So basically there's a girl in Florida who's like... The, she's the face of Trump for Florida. And she's a young girl. And she was on this morning. And uh, they were asking her about everything that had happened. And was it a bad reflection on Trump? And obviously because the, the debate had been on the night before with him and Hillary Clinton. And she said... Which is terrifying. She said, well, you know, women don't like women in power in general. That's just the way it is in America. Wow. And she was like, you know, and also he's going to go and just bomb the mm out of ISIS. So we're all for that. They're, they're all for it. Mm. Great. Well, that's fucking great. And unfortunately, <laughs> she represents a very, a, a high percentage of Americans, which is which I found astonishing. I went, nobody else can really think like that. That has to be a very naive girl who's maybe a little bit miseducated I'm going to say uneducated but miseducated about the whole situation I'm like, what the and then fuck? they read the statistics and went not so much what's going on how are we in such a conservative world all of a sudden like the Arab world is getting more and more conservative and like more and more you, it's the man who washes himself with a rag outside They're, that's the one you want to yeah, worry about but then about. you look at the states and like the west is now becoming so conservative and then you look at even Ireland and England where you can't say fucking anything without People yeah. thinking you're ju- well, someone fucking say thinking you're doing more than asking a question. It's so fucking weird. It's so weird. We've gone to the far side, haven't we? We've gone to the. We've become uber conservative. It's we- I can't get me. How the fuck did that happen? Do you remember the time we all wanted to have the crack? How the fuck did our fucking generation, the generation that looked at all the, especially in Ireland, like you know this like. Catholic fucking hierarchy horse shit telling us what to do that we decided let's break free let's fucking shake the shackles and then now we're like on Twitter going oh my god I'm offended you can't say that oh you've hurt my feelings so fucking watch you prick who gives a shit about your fucking feelings go fucking do something no one cares about your fucking feelings they, they don't matter like if you're going to sit there on the internet of course you're going to get your feelings hurt you should be out enjoying yourself but this I don't know how well, the fuck isn't it? it's it, like the troll thing on Twitter's got out of control it's like if if you were that highly offended by someone sending you a thing on Twitter going go fuck yourself or shut up or whatever and yeah, it really it, ups- all the time. It, it really upsets you that much you should take yourself off Twitter I would think I know now yeah, I understand it shouldn't fucking happen. No, if I leave the door open to my house, though. if I leave the door open to my house, I shouldn't be fucking burgled. But there's nothing I can do about it. It's gonna fucking happen. Yeah, but people, it's there going are, to a happen. lot of arseholes. And when arseholes can be anonymous and type shit and send it to you on the internet, and you know, under fucking at arsehole.com, <laughs> then they're gonna do it, unfortunately. But I like, it's the nature of the have beast. To not give a shit. I don't know. It's easier to say. I suppose it's easier to say it than do it. But I, but I don't. I just don't understand. I just get uptight. I get uptight because people don't are uptight. uptight. So maybe that's how it happens. Well, it not being uptight. uptight Samantha Markham uh, tweeted us to. She'd been saving all of her podcasts, and she's uh, look at that for a great picture. She has her feet in her pool in Tenerife. In a private pool. In, her, in a private pool, Samantha. <laughs> You're a private pool. Uh, pool. Ridian, I hope I say your name correct. Ridian Morgan, he's Welch, uh, and he's he's tweeted a, a good bit actually over the past couple of two weeks. Thank you to everybody, by the way, who's tweeted. We've been away for two weeks. Yeah, uh, we apologise. It that. had to, it definitely had to be done. But he tweets in Welch, so I can't understand some of his tweets. Now they're not directed at me. They're just they're just they're just tweets <laughs> that are Welch. But I love this, right? So he um, he was shopping in Wales, and he said. Uh, had to explain what the Dublin podcast was and who PJ Gallagher was, but found this absolute bargain today. Did you see this? I saw that. I'm set. My set. My DVDs are on sale in Wales for seventy five pence. Bargain. 
second. <laughs> How much do you get from that? <laughs> oh, I never even thought of that. I wonder what I get from a 75 pence sale. What's your cut on that? Like? I don't know. It's probably about 5%. Oh, so God. So what's 5% of 75 pence? Like 3 cents. Wow. There's something to look forward to. Next quarter. Listen, it's coming back to you. <laughs> Anna Louie's like quite a, a rare find considering it was in a shop in, a shop in Welsh City. I had no idea uh, of PJ Gallagher's career before I found the Dublin podcast. Well, you wouldn't have. Yeah, you wouldn't have. You, you wouldn't, wouldn't have. have found us. By, by the way, I want to give a big shout out to Dan Joyce. Did you read the email from Dan Joyce? Amazing. He's, so, he's getting our funky foot socks for this week. Oh, he definitely yeah. deserves them. Read definitely that deserves them. Such what, a good... What a sound lad, right? So the first thing is, how's the pregnancy going? Well, you know all about that now, Dan. Yeah. You just heard that story. Uh, obviously, I'm reconsidering my position. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're a listener and you want to do this labour business for me, you are more than welcome. <laughs> but then he says, uh, I'll read it out to uh, as you've gone, As you have gone. Oh, it presumably means as we took a break. Like yeah. uh, I've been listening back to episodes. I joined, uh, I had the, the post-Christmas blues. I used to listen here to Chris Moyles recommending the Dublin podcast, so I gave it a bash. Yep. On that Chris podcast, Miles. PJ was saying he's 40, wanted to get into shape. I was also 40 at the time, decided I should do the same as I was a very fat man. Since I listened to the podcast, I've lost eight fucking stone in weight. You Dan legend. Joyce, eight stone. He says he feels top of the cock. Uh, of course I, and you do. can see it as well. Yeah, he says still has a way to go, but you can see his Mickey. Hasn't <laughs> seen his Mickey in years. So he can <laughs> see his Mickey. He says, I just thought it was symbolic as I was listening on my way back from Fat Club last night. I thought I, I should say it. thanks from the bottom of my heart to you two for putting such a great podcast, making me laugh every week. You're a pair of stars. No, Dan, you are a fucking star from you... Bedford in England. Absolute legend. Eight fucking stone. Imagine what it's like. To see your Mickey for the first time in years. Imagine that it must be a glorious moment to not have to look in the mirror. To be able to look down and say, there you are, buddy. Oh, yeah, I, I missed you. I can't see I my feet. I missed you. <laughs> How are you? That would yeah. be weird if you couldn't see it because I can't see my feet at the moment because my bump is in the way. So you have to kind of go, like I was trying to weigh myself yesterday and I have to kind of go over <laughs> to try and see what you weigh. Because my bump, But that's a short term. Do you know what, Dan? You are absolutely, you, you weighed pretty much me before I was pregnant. I think it was about nine. So I was oh, Maybe yeah, a stone I and a that. half. Uh, I was, so I was about nine and a half stones. So you, you, you weighed a me and you've lost all of that. You're incredible. You're, and you're getting funky foot socks. Yeah, for what it. a dude. So send us a picture of your, uh, tweet us or email us a picture with your socks and we'll get the lads. And thank eight you so stone. much, as always, to the lads um, from at Funky stone. Foot Socks as well. Oh yeah, thanks, lads. Uh, And they put up, do you know what? They're on Instagram. I love it. They put up these deadly pictures of the socks randomly around Dublin. And there's, there's just deadly shots and there's just the lads taking pictures of the socks. So uh, follow them on Instagram and stuff as well. So they're really good. Well, you're definitely winning this week. I love this. Your animal fact for this week. Yeah. Do you want it? Oh, yeah. Because I don't have one, so that would be helpful. Hit me, hit me with, the, with, the cheap, with the tune. Animal facts. Animal facts. I got those animal facts. Animal facts. Animal facts. I got those animal facts. Um, we hands. Now that's what his what? his no his handle on Twitter or her handle on Twitter is wee hands. Uh, my son's a dude uh, is his bio. But I love this, right? Bats always turn left when exiting a cave. They're not ambi turners. Ambi turner. Yes, is that even a word? They, well, I don't know. It's from Zoolander because they can't turn left or right. So he's not, not an ambi turner. So uh, yeah, so they can only turn left when exiting a cave. That's pretty cool, isn't it? It's like a granny in a car. You know the way they're always afraid of doing right turns because they have to cross a lane of traffic. So they always go left. So even though it takes fucking hours to do the long loop, it's easier than doing the short loop. They're just like, it's not worth it, to be yeah. honest with you, they'll do. Yeah, so there you go. I love that. That's a really, really good animal fact for this Fucking week. brilliant. Uh, I'm trying to, oh yeah, and then um, Siobhan, uh, who we worked with as well, you know, Australian Siobhan? Yes. Yeah, so she turns out slots. She sent me an animal fact, fact fucked. Uh, it turns out slots are incredible swimmers. No. Incredible swimmers. Very slow on the road, but put them in water. Are you sure they're not just drowning? And just happen to be moving they're forward? They're drowning. No, they're definitely not drowning. <laughs> they're definitely, they definitely be. not drowning. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, listen, thank you so much for all of the, um, all your tweets and your Twitters. Um, and then Brendan... 
it's Brendan, yeah, uh, sent me a message to say, uh, he sent a pregnancy one saying each month uh, has 30 to 31 days except the last month of pregnancy, which is 1,453 days, which is true. <laughs> <laughs> which is clearly where I'm at at the moment. But yeah, so thank you so much. Keep your tweets coming. Um, we didn't, will we talk, if we're talking about animal facts, will we quickly talk about that gorilla in London Zoo? Did you see oh, that? Oh, the one that escaped. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it. I just heard that a gorilla escaped. But he didn't escape, per se. No, this is, I just read, I just kind of quickly read online about it, but he didn't escape. He got out of, he broke the glass, but apparently the experts warned and said, he's going to go loopy and he has the strength to break the glass. And they, the zookeepers and the glaziers, I don't know what, what, what's like, what is the person who looks after the glass? I think it's a glazier, yeah. yeah. Was, was like, ah, no, ah, no, you won't break it. It'd be grand. And then the gorilla went, he fucking says, watch me. Oh, yeah. So yeah. he smashed it. So he smashed it, but he didn't leave the zoo. He essentially went on a trip around the zoo, I think. He just kind of, like, he just went around the zoo. He went around the zoo? Yeah. <laughs> so he essentially had a day <laughs> trip. Went to see the lions. <laughs> That's my understanding now. I could Ate I, some popcorn watching the giraffes. Yeah. Went and got a balloon. Saw the pregnant zebras. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of like wandered around. Did and he? Yeah, he didn't leave, but he didn't get out of the zoo. Because you know, like if a lion usually get out of their enclosure, they leg it. They end yeah, up they so, hit the like, road. Yeah, they like they end up mainstream Oxford Circus kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, you know, they go for it. But no, he didn't go far. He from by by all accounts of what I've read online is that he just went for a wander. He essentially went to the to the visitor shop, picked up a few bits there, <laughs> and then they hit him with a with a a tranquilizer gun. So he was just a bit like, oh look, hey, there's my keeper. How are you getting on? So Yo. he didn't think he was, and then he just felt and the dark. And then it was he's like, like he's, my, yeah. he's like, oh, that hurts. And it's like, like, I only wanted to see them meerkats, you pricks. <laughs> the fuck are you shooting sleepy. me for? So sleepy. And then he woke back up in his enclosure going. <laughs> he thought he was just going to go up the canteen, have a load of spaghetti animals. Yeah. Uh, have a bit of crack. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it seems un, this seems unfair. Hang out with the baboons for a half hour. Yeah, maybe. Rock over to the sea lions and then Fucking, you know, he didn't know there was a, a whole. Nap. I wonder, like, you'd wonder about the consciousness of animals that you'd like. Do they know that there's other animals there, kind of thing? I didn't know there's other animals there, all right. Yeah, oh, definitely, they, they know. Like... I'm going to the pet expo today. The what? The pet expo. I couldn't think of anything fucking worse. It's gonna be fucking amazing. It's a it huge arena, like a huge arena filled you know with what? dogs and cats. Yeah. Do you know what? Honestly, can I can I tell you my honest reaction to that is that's making me think about that pet superstore place I went to and the smell. And now I actually feel nauseous at the thought of even going into a big room full of animals. I love the smell of animals. Of course you do. This is gonna be a big room filled. With, I'm bringing my own dog. Dog's been looking forward to it all week. Uh, it's going to be amazing. It's like, uh, it's the one You're time I... both the dogs just one the dog? No, just one. The other one wouldn't be able for it. She'd have a fucking anxiety attack in the corner. She wouldn't be able for it. The rescue dog. She'd be like, imagine, bring her a rescue. Wendy'd be like, she'd be like yeah. I don't like this. Oh yeah, be Lila, poor Lila. She'd bring her, she'd be like... Ah, okay. ah, Lilo doesn't like no, anything, does she? No, she freak the fuck out. Dogs are like people. Some people don't like going to nightclubs. This is effectively a huge nightclub. This is like... You're young. Manumission. Yeah, you're going to manumission, right? If I took Lilo to manumission, it's or if I took Lilo to, it'd be like taking your your granddad to manumission. Like he's going to have a shy time. Whereas Wendy is coming up with the glow sticks and the yips. Woo! It's the oh, other way around. So. Speaking of which, actually, that we got a um, a tweet from a not not a beer, a, a not a beer. A not, her, a not her beer. I, I can't for shit today, to be honest with you. Um, but he sent a picture going, there you go, PJ. My dog Molly, happy out in her own bar, still getting loads of attention. Did you see that on the Dublin podcast? I didn't see. Look at that. At Dublin podcast on Twitter. Go on, Molly. There you go. Right, that's us for today. Yeah. Uh, we'll have another podcast next week. And essentially, it's in and around our year's birthday. This podcast, next podcast. We the first podcast came in around this yeah, around week, this time next last week. year. Yeah, yeah so, so we'll have birthday celebrations next week. Yeah, we got to and uh, yeah, keep looking. We're still looking. We're still homeless, kind of. Oh yeah, we are kind of homeless. So if you hear of a studio, we have a short term lease at the moment, and by short term. Pretty fucking short term. So we're looking. We're looking around. Uh, so let us know. Anyway, thank you. Don't forget to subscribe. Tell your mates. And uh, we'll be back next Wednesday with another podcast. Peace and love. Peace and love. We're, we're out, yo. Boom. <laughs>